4422, too much, and don't touch my hair, all have one thing in common. I want you to pause this episode for two seconds to think about it. If you guess that they all featured today's artist, then indeed you'd be correct. Today we'll be focusing on Sampa and where this rising star that hailed from the UK disappeared to. If you're unfamiliar with Sampa, he's a South London native, born from an immigrant family from Sierra Leone, the youngest of five brothers. Through experimenting with music from his early childhood, he truly broke into the music scene in 2009 on the remix of The XX's Basic Space. This opened doors for the artist as in 2010-2011, he was booked and busy with collaborations with electronic artist SBTRKT, pop rock artist Jesse Wari, and dance electronic producer Lil Silva, as well as releasing his very first solo EP, Sandaza, under Young Turk's label in the UK. Although 2012 was a quiet year for the singer, 2013 catapulted him into the mainstream light with the Drake's Too Much, Beyonce's Mine, to which he featured on as well as dropping his second EP duel under Young Turks' label. In the years to follow, he continued to work with fellow UK native artists SBTRKT, Bulio, and FKA Twix. Due to his unique, smooth vocals, he was sought after by North American artists, and by 2016, he was featured on Kanye West's Life of Pablo album, Frank Ocean's Endless album, and Solange's A Seat at the Table. He eventually dropped his own work that year with Timmy's Prayer, which was co-written by Kanye West, and Blood on Me, which would be a prelude to what would come in his following project. In 2015, tragedy struck the singer when his mother succumbed to cancer at age 67. In an interview with Billboard, the singer explained that he wanted to release an album at the time, but emotionally and psychologically, he wasn't ready. And since he was the youngest, and he had about a 10-year age gap with the fourth youngest in the family, he moved back to nurse his mother because his mother actually was diagnosed with cancer Years before, beat it and came back again with much more aggression around about 2014 to which he spent most of his time at home nursing her back to health before this tragedy occurred. On February 3rd, 2017, he dropped his first full-length album Process, which made it into the top 10 in the UK. The third single, No One Knows Me Like the Piano, off the album was Sampa's dedication towards his mother. An ode, you could say. Later on in 2017, he featured on Drake's More Life project with 4422 and Richard Russell's Everything is Recorded project. Process went on to win the 2017 Mercury Prize as well as the Gillard Peterson's Worldwide Awards Album of the Year. In 2018, he released Treasure, an OST that would appear in Timothy Chalamet's 2018 film Beautiful Boy. And he went quiet ever since. 2019, quiet. But 2020, he lent his vocals on a fellow UK native artist by the name of Actress. Uh, he had a 2020 project release, Karma and Desire. And on the song, Walking Flames, Sampa's vocals can be heard. In. And in 2020, uh, we all know Alicia Keys dropped her self-titled album in which one of the songs, uh, Three Hour Drive, she does have featuring Sampa. So now we're in 2020. What now? Whatever happened 
to Samba? Well, digging up, uh, more like researching, um, his journey in the music career, he's definitely been dubbed as one of the best collaborators to work with because of his unique tones, his unique tone, just his soft-spoken manner, but he's got this loud voice when he sings. So it's a bit of a contrast just to see him in real life and to see him in the studio. I believe, I would love to hear another album from him. I think Process was just a beautiful piece of work, like beautiful body of work, not even a piece, a body of work in the sense that um, if you really look at the way that the album is structured, when you hear it, it gives off this vibe like, yo, he made this in his studio, in his home studio, just all vibes and it was, almost feels like a very warm environment that he did it in like something he's really used to but quite frankly he was in a top-notch studio all over the place in like Norway and I think Kanye's camp at some point like he's bit he created the studio he created the sound this album in studios not even home which is such a contrast from what he gives from the album the album is almost indie style almost independent uh independently produced and put out there but rather it was very polished it was very unpolished polished work of art i think that's the best way to describe it in my personal opinion but i just Like I said in the beginning, he's this rising star that seemingly had to disappear. And in interviews, he does say that he's very shy, doesn't tend to really, you know, be out there with people, which makes sense. And I guess when he started pushing more solo endeavors here and there, you know, he probably did feel a a level of discomfort just kind of being you know, the the attention, instead of sharing the stage or sharing on the song with other artists in which he has done before. In the future, what I predict, what I can see, I don't see him stopping being a collaborator with other artists, but I don't know if he would rush to put out another independent project. And if he does, like... I think it'd be more EP style, very what we've heard from Sundas and what we've heard from uh, Duel. I don't know if you'd put out another album. I think I would really love to hear another Samba album. I think there's just something that is so timeless about his work. Like when you hear Blood on Me, you know, when you hear songs like No One Knows Me Like the Piano, um, those songs I can listen to and any on any random day and still feel the sentiment of it it's a very timeless piece it's very timeless pieces and all of them and when you look at like duo in 2013 i was introduced to the album the ep i think years later i first met sampa through the whole process era of his and fairly recently i was like let's actually hear what he's done in the past and to be honest, I'm there like, where have I been this entire time? How have I never been introduced to this person before? Because I love a very R&B style. But I think with Sampa, he takes it above and beyond because he adds like the electronic beats in there. So some songs almost feel like remixes. 
and you're like, there's no way this is a Samba song. You kind of expect like sad boy anthems, but really like it is that with a bit of a beat and you wouldn't, you'd probably find yourself like bumping to it around your room very, very randomly. I think that's his intention and I think he executed it very, very well. Um, especially with songs like, um, just, mm, why, why, why am I struggling to find, think of a song right now? But like, if you listen to the albums, you do hear those songs that have like that little bit of a tempo in it. And you're just like, okay, okay. We see you Samba. Okay. We see you. We hear you. We love you. And as my, um, interest in UK artists is being, rediscovered i feel like there was a part of my life where i really listened to a lot of their music and then it died down and as i'm being reintroduced as i'm listening to more uk artists and more female artists you know when i'm listening to sampa though uh when i'm listening to like sampa i'm just first of all I, i didn't even know he was from the uk uh i was very surprised by that when i found out um I just was like, you know, it's very, it's, it's a bit of a bias, but you end up thinking, oh, this person's probably from America, just kind of seeing their track record. And it's not even like that. And he did say in an interview that he didn't necessarily put himself there. I think a lot of artists assume that, well, not, a lot of artists have, there's this assumption painted of them where, you know, the fans would think that, oh, this person has shot they shot with this artist hence why they're working with them he literally credits him working with the likes of solange beyonce frank ocean kanye west and drake all through word of mouth he didn't throw his like beats or mixtapes or whatever to these artists i think they just heard him through other people listening to them and they just liked the vibe and took like wanted a piece of him immediately is he going to rush back into the mainstream? I don't think so. I think he's just going to stick to being a collaborator. He I, he shines well as a solo artist, but I feel like his comfort levels allow him in the collaborative space until he feels good and ready to put out another project. I would love to get an EP out of him. Fingers crossed, 2020, 2020 well, 2021, 2022. I would love to hear something because it's been... Four years. It's been just over four years since we've had process. And as much as we love process sample, we need a little bit more. We need more you. I hear vocals here and there from songs, but it's not the same. Like, I want a full-length song with him. I, I want to see even more collaborations. Not overboard where they almost is saturated, but I would love to hear, you know, him here and there. Because in music, he has something unique and it's something so beautiful and works well with so many different variations of a genre that you're trying to pursue that having him on a feature can just almost elevate the mood and very few artists can do that and I think that's why he's he's almost marketable in that sense but also that is why people would pay attention like people like I pay attention whenever a sample song is going to arrive because he always just delivers vocally. He's got such rich, rich vocals. Well, that is that. Thank you so much for tuning into my What Happened to Sampa episode. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get a whole lot of details on him. He lives a relatively private life, so it was a little bit difficult in certain regards, but I'm happy with whatever I was able to find on him because at least 
I could really see the bigger picture of the artist instead of just, you know, the few glimmers here and there that I knew of him. Researching him was very interesting. It took a bit of time, but it was very interesting to learn more about the artist and make me appreciate the music a lot more. Uh, if you like this episode, just uh, do shoot me a comment <laughs> uh, on my social media and just let me know what your thoughts and opinions are on. Let me know if there's any other artists you would love to hear from me. I do have a bit of a catalog that I'm trying to tick my way through. So there may be artists you may know, maybe artists you don't know. But uh, just tune in for the next episode to see who I might be speaking about next or what I may be speaking about next. Uh, you can find me on so much social medias and that is at sibs25zulu on Twitter, sibs underscore zulu on Instagram, sibs is S-I-B-Z, just in case you didn't catch that. And I will see you for the next episode. Lots of love. Thank you for all the love and support. This right here was The Vault. See you later.